Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matt Peverell and I'm joined by my co-host, Marky D, Marky Davison. How you doing, buddy? It's less than an hour to the game. This is your pre-game show. Get pumped. You thought I was going to be all mellow and stuff. No, I'm excited, buddy. The Steelers are on in just an hour. What's happening? We've we got to imagine like I'm down the sidelines, you know, given the, the forecast. It's pretty windy down here, Bob. Uh, the Steelers got a, you know, a heavy game today versus the Lions. Could you imagine us on the sidelines? Wouldn't that be fun? Have you seen that? Have you seen that English reporter in the Premier League that gets it wrong all the time? Have you seen that no. guy? They they do these cuts to him and they're like, "What's the score?" I always forget his name. He's like, <laughs> oh, oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and then he like has a look. It's great. I can just imagine that'd be you and me. Uh, <laughs> look at him like John. The house. Like, oh, sorry. Like John John Madden and uh, Al Michaels. Do you believe in miracles? <laughs> yes, I do, Marky D. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? It's uh, been a, a fast week. I feel like when we jump on the show, it's sort of like, oh, my gosh, it's been a week of my life going like that. Can you believe it? Yeah, it's We're cra- back it's on. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And like, and like in the in the NFL world, we have uh, – this is our first home game too. So the, versus the, the Lions and we versus them. We versus the Lions as well uh, in the regular season. So – who knows what we're going to see with the certain offenses or defenses too. Uh, I don't think we'll see too much. Uh, I'm pretty excited to see fans in the stands again. Um, like it's just, yeah, it's 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 preseason. It's so weird this year because we have four games and everyone else has got three. So do we, do, you know, Ben might play two, two, three drives. Um, which other starters are going to play? Uh, it's just... It's really revving up for us for the big home game against the Bills when you and I have to wake up at 3 a.m. So, yeah, it's all coming a bit full circle. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm really excited. Like this is and because we can't do much in Australia, everyone's pretty much locked down. So, uh, you know, all I'm doing now is going for walks and putting on the football. So I'm I'm happy the football's back. <laughs> you know, that's it. That's it. And Buck Dancer, we saw your message. Thanks very much uh, and hope you enjoy the game. But thank you for jumping in. But Mark, we've also, I mean, Jer Devil lives by the term, the early word gets the worm. He's in there straight away. So that's fantastic. Um, Kevin, we've got Kevin Colbert's father in the house. That's even, that's also really, really good. We've got Jesse Moreno. They're at the game right now. Here we go, Steelers. Yeah. W's a W. Welcome, Jesse Moreno. That's fantastic. Joining us live from the game. What? That's that's BTS. We talk about BTSC family and regulars and diehards. And if you're listening to us right now, as Bad likes to say, all through the off-season, pre-season, you're a diehard Steelers fan. But that's a diehard BTSC fan. That's like a – I mean, Jess has his ride or die crew. There's bad company with bad – I mean, you know, I was going to say to suggest to Mark in the next couple of weeks we have some – Honorary touchdown under Australian things because we're going to be celebrating I've, our anniversary one, podcasts. But Matty, this I've is got one. Terrific. Ours can be called the future is the present. Oh, <laughs> I'll need a few minutes too- to register that one. Sorry. <laughs> is that too? Is that is that too deep to to go into a Steelers game? Because look, Jesse Moreno is at the game and he's watching Australians in Australia. Back to the future while he's while he's in the present. All right, he, that's no, too. All I can say he has to. He, he, they must have a DeLorean. That's the only thing. They must have a black and gold <laughs> DeLorean. That's the only reason I'm staying up to date with that one. 
I don't know. I don't watch Doctor uh, Who, but it sounds very Doctor Who all over the place as well. That's crazy. That's yeah, it's crazy. too early for that. It's too early for a deeping meaningful conversation at eight o'clock. <laughs> However, we are here to talk about our Steelers, so um, that's <laughs> going to be deep and meaningful for sure. That's it. So we we won't really focus on pre the, the the show for today and and pre you know pre the pre well it gets it's a pre show for the game today that's coming up in less than an hour. But I just do want to cover off one piece of news this week. We obviously, you know, we talked about Joe Schobert and bringing him in last week, you know, but also they restructured to its contract. There's money on the table. If you're thinking about what are the Steelers going to do with that money, I invite you to go back and listen to my war room for this week. I covered off what restructuring to it means for a possible TJ Watt contract and what have you. But Mark, now the Steelers have some salary cap in, you know, there to spend potentially when the cuts start happening or when they thought they, they may not like their particular depth at a position or the starters at a position. If there's one position that you could spend another six or seven million dollars on, what position would it be? You're talking to the wrong guy, but let's just say safety. Safety. Yeah. So backing up Terrell right. and, and Minka. The whole the whole time I was thinking about you asking that question, the the uh the 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 song by the offspring came to my head, Pay the Man. One that's of the it. old school songs, you know, Pay the Man. That that's goes for about 10 minutes. Look, there's a lot of TJ talk, and I understand it's it's really big news. Uh, I have no doubt they'll sign him. You cannot let a talent like that go away. You can't let a talent like that be unhappy. Uh, you gotta pay the man, get him in the in the team. He is the he is the team, he's he's one of the best pieces for the Steelers, the best chance for us to win uh this year, next year, and years beyond. Pay the guy and then build around him. You have, I've said it before, you have you have TJ, you have Bush in the middle, and you have Minka. They're the three pieces that, that make this defense. Build around that. That's it. That's it. Now we know that we've got Jesse there, you know, and I completely agree with Mark. We've got to we've got to sign TJ. We've got to sign TJ. Get it done. Get it done quickly. Let him let him play a little bit in the Panthers game. Get it sorted this week. But I wanted to say if there's anyone else watching us right now from the game. I know that it's hard to follow the live chat while you're you know, eating your pregame food and with the family and stuff, but just let us know whether you're there. It's just be awesome to know how many people we've got at the game that are listening live to us right now. So, Marky D, I'm going to move. I'm going to change it up today. I'm going to. Th- I'm, I'm calling an audible. Right, we're running a mm-hmm. bit, and today's going to be very no huddle offense, very Peyton Manning sort of style. But uh, I know that name's not a favorite for us as Steeler fans. But I'm calling an audible. Right, let's go. Slinging the slang, just as Big Ben likes to sling the rock, we like to sling the slang. Let's get it done because I just think when we start talking players to watch in today's, for today's game, we're going to get rolling. So what's, what have you got for the listeners this week live and listening back to our recording in terms of everything Australian or Australian terminology? You're kidding. Okay. <laughs> Let me get out my notebook because I wasn't ready for that at all. Um, I haven't even got a story in my head to talk about this. But let's just go. <laughs> You've really done me in. Okay. Uh, Mate, mine, mine. This is what the preseason about, right? It's about stepping outside <laughs> your comfort zone and right. responding. Look, I hate change, but I love travel. So figure that one out, okay? I hate. The, the, uh, um, mine's whipper snipper. Go with that. So <laughs> I was thinking, okay, I was thinking last week, right? Uh, or all this week. Um, one we haven't brought up, you know, you know, when you cut the hedges or you cut like you do the, the lawn mowing and then you have like the corner bits. Are we the only country that calls our device to cut the the grass on the corner a whipper snipper? Do, do we, is that like, is that just Australia or is that 
in America. Is that what, is that what the, that what do what the actual English version is that whippersnipper called, Maddie? I don't I don't know what it's called. I don't know either. Like, yeah, whippersnipper is what they call it. Like, because it's got the whip and it goes. Whoosh. I thought it was yeah. a hedge trimmer, but I've just googled that and it's not a hedge trimmer. No, but what? Like, if if you guys in the live chat and audio guys, uh, I have no idea honestly what the actual term is. So, lawnmower is called a lawnmower, right? Whippersnipper for us is called is, is a whippersnipper to get rid of the hedges or the little bits of grass on the edge because the lawnmower can't get that without hurting its blades. So I don't. Oh, they call oh, it someone... a cordless line trimmer, don't they? Oh, he, here's one. Here's one. Uh, a weed whacker. A weed whacker. EJ yeah, says a uh, line trimmer. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah. such a good one, Mark. <laughs> you always yeah. say whippersnipper. <laughs> so, so we say whippersnipper, right? And that's just something I've never heard it called anything else. So there we are, weed, weed. Oh, but, uh, look. I don't know. It's this is something I wanted to bring up. I know exactly. It's quite funny. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> I love that you said that. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> How have we got to almost a year and we've not covered off a whippersnipper? I have no idea. Like, like, okay, in Australia, it hasn't got an actual name. That's what everyone calls it. But what's yours this week? Yeah, so I just want to, before I go into mine, you know who's going to enjoy this? Jeff Hartman. Because Jeff Hartman likes mowing lawns. Uh, he did a podcast about this a while back where he talked about <laughs> mowing the lawn and getting, there's like people should get their kids to mow the lawn. He still mows the lawn for the neighbors. Like he loves it. So he'll be able to say, whip a snipper from now on. Uh, oh, yep. Dave Shipley's like old school, like a whipper snapper. That's it. But think of it, don't say it like W I P P E R. It's more like W H I P P massive A. Yeah, but like Mark's typed it into the live chat for everyone with a snipper. All right, so mine for this week, and I think we've, I think we talked about this a while back. Is there's a bit of an Australian saying when something happens, right? So if you score a touchdown or there's a, a massive tackle, you know, for a loss on on to force a third third and long, uh, you know, Percy uh, Presley Harvin punts it into the within five yards of the goal line. You might say. You beauty, you know. Remember, remember as a kid, Mark, does your dad say you beauty? I oh, know my dad was always like you beauty when something happened on the sports field. But then there's also you butte, and I thought that was important because today I want to be sitting there with some of these players and thinking you beauty whenever I can. That's that's what I'm looking out for today. You've got to really ex- accentuate the you beauty. Well, that depends <laughs> on where you're from, but <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's it's awesome. Well, I'm on the I'm on the you know the Bogan uh, capital of the world in the Central Coast here, so you beauty. You found you find you found a a beehive branch down under. You found the Sapphire I Motel. Cer- I certainly did around uh, around the corner from my house on the way walking from home. Actually, I've never actually walked home this way. Probably why I've never actually seen the sign. <laughs> Um, there's a there's a hotel motel holiday inn called Saf- Sapphire's uh, Palm Palace, and I'm like, that's exactly where Bad's going to stay. Like, he has to stay there. I think Sapphire's branching out. She's going all over the all over the joint, all over the world. <laughs> she's going global. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how she's going global. Everything's shut down, but she's really Mate, taking taking she, advantage. She must be a Steelers fan, right? Because they talk about the Cowboys <laughs> being America's team, right? You know, Steelers are the world's team. <laughs> Sapphire is going global. Here he is. Here he is. 
Why am I always the guy that you associate with strippers? I mean, gosh, I'm almost 50. I'm a clean, straight shooting, lovable dude. What is this? My, my spidey sense is a lot of college shit. Bad. Yeah. I'm wearing my Flavor Town shirt that I got for Father's Day because I'm <laughs> I call myself Flavor Town when I do the grill when I'm on the grill. So that's that's what I'm wearing. Gosh, I'm not. Everyone everyone sends me sapphire stuff now. Everyone sends me all this. Gosh, I mean. Hartman could go. Schofield could go. You, I can see the Scobros with dollar bills on their nose. <laughs> I can see that. Well, Jeff's busy with his whippersnipper. I don't know if you caught that one. Before yeah, that. That. Have you heard about that? Have you heard about a whippersnipper? That. Well, I know what a whippersnapper is. It's a young. Yeah. It's somebody that's yeah. young, but a whippersnipper just seems like uh, <laughs> something that uh, Jeff needs. Um, <laughs> But I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. What's up, fellas? How you doing? How you doing? It's pregame. We're yeah. now listening now to the game. It's awesome. Oh, I'm all pumped. I, uh, I almost went to this game, and I, uh, I made the decision to stay home. And I, I would have loved to have gone, but I've. I tell you what, I cannot wait to watch this because this is going to be what we expect the most out of the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is what you kind of expect to see in 2021 you're gonna see ben for better or worse i don't think you're gonna see him more than three possessions but i mean if you can see some good ben even if you see one great ben possession that's awesome i was watching i was watching the game with duck hodges the other day it was the chargers and the and the Rams and the Chargers came out. They only scored three points on the drive, but the opening drive was almost ten minutes in preseason. I've never seen anything like that. And now, if you if you get like a nineteen, it was a nineteen play drive. If you get something like that, then you're going to get that. You're my, that might be it for Ben. I mean, it might be. Uh, he might be going for the blue plate special down at the Beehive afterwards. You never know. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Now. Like Bad's actually kicked off what we we're gonna we we're gonna cover in this first part of the show today, but Mark, uh, so Bad's talked about Ben and, and an offensive player there to watch, you know, in this first in what will be Ben's first Steelers game uh, this preseason. Who are you? Who who's one of the players you're looking for on the offense to make a difference today? Well, actually, uh, in my notes here that I wrote a few minutes ago, he's my number one. <laughs> Those are notes. Those are like, <laughs> I better write something on a napkin. <laughs> Notes. I, I, I prepare. I write things down. I, 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 have a, I have a schedule. I know what's going on. Uh, no, he's my number one. I've got uh, Big Ben. I, I want to see what he can do with this offense. I want to see what he can do with the five in front. Uh, I really want to see what Najee can do behind him. But, hey, look, it's Big Ben back in the house in uh, Heinz Field. There's, you've got to be excited about that. You want to see him rip one down the field and, you know, stay healthy. Um, even if he's there for two drives or one drive or whatever it is, he's kicking it off. This is this this is the. I'm not too sure if he'll play next week, so um, you just got to go with him. He's my number one. Yeah, excellent, excellent. For for me, I'm looking at Pat Freemuth today. I, I want to see how they use Pat Freemuth. I want to see Freemuth make those red zone catches. I'd really love to see him grab a touchdown, but I want to watch him be whether it's for Ben, whether it's for Haskins, even if it's whether it's for Rudolph. You know, heck, I don't think you'll be there late, later in the game. But, you know, if 
for, for, my, for me, it's about Freemuth. How can you be that safety blanket? How can you make a difference there? And, and how can we start to see a difference to what his role will be versus Eric Ebron? So that, that's what I'm really interested in seeing. But, hey, we've got a super chat from Dave Shipley who says, bad, wear your B jersey and leave your cell at home. You know what? Of all the jerseys I have, I got rid of my Bumblebee jersey. The uh, my Bumblebee jersey was Antonio Brown, Mr. Ronald Ocean, and I was mad, and I was getting rid of stuff, and I never get rid of jerseys. I got rid of that. I I sent it to the Purple Heart Association. That and my Le'Veon Bell jersey, and they they are both gone. I'm like, you know, I should have kept those, but I mean, I donated them, so. I don't have a bumblebee, so I need to go out and get another bumblebee. But I still have the I have the uh, the closest thing to the bumblebee is the nineteen thirty three, the ones they were back in nineteen ninety four. I've got a Dermani Dawson with the the Pittsburgh crest on the front, so probably have to do that. But yeah, I should probably get a new bumblebee. My favorites are the Batman jerseys. I, have a I love Bat the Batman. I have a Batman, Batman TJ Watt, and man, if they go back to the Batman, I'd love it. And I, hey, did you see the? I know this is, has nothing to do with the Steelers, but maybe they will wear these this year when the Steelers play there. Those new Packers, Packers jerseys that are the, uh, I guess their new color rush, they're all green, mm -hmm. and with the, with the uh, with the gold letter letters and numbers. I mean, oh, it looks they look sharp. They came out this week. Looks like the Australian Australian uniform, doesn't it, Matty? Yeah. Yeah, and we talked about this with the Olympics a couple of weeks back. We talked yeah. about, you know, how there are some Australian fans that pick the Green Bay Packers purely because they like the green and gold. Because <laughs> Mark and I are like, no, we like the black and gold, and we like a lot more than that about the Pittsburgh Steelers as well. That, that's really interesting to me because because of the flag being, you know, being predominantly blue with the red in there. And, uh, you know, and the white in there as well. And maybe a little bit of what do you consider that gold or yellow in there? Um, is there gold or yellow in the, the flag or is it just blue, uh, red, blue red, and but, white? Okay. But we're going to, we're going to give you a bit of stick bad. We talked about this in one of our podcasts. You're the podcast producer. <laughs> the reason why, uh, no, no, I'm just giving you a bit of stick. Why would I listen to you guys? <laughs> the reason uh the reason our colors are uh different are to represent they go back to when i think it was the australian cricket team toured england just before nine a couple of years before 1900 and basically they wanted different colors because a lot of the teams they were playing all there's a lot of flags around the world that are blue red and white like yeah you guys in england and new zealand and all the rest of it and then so they picked green and gold because and because also new south wales where sydney's the capital of is blue as our state color, Mark, and, and then there's Queensland as well that's that's maroon and red, and then there are a few of the other sort of states and colors. So it was always red versus blue in any of the rugby sports. So when they decided to come together, they originally tried like a maroon and bluey colored jersey. I don't think it looked very good. But then they ended up going with green and gold because the gold reflects our beaches and our natural resources, and then the green reflects like the lush bushland and wildlife and all of that. So... That's why they chose to do green and gold. But it is a question that not many people know about. And honestly, I thought we just did pick different colors because we felt like it. But when that, you, I went back and had a look at it, and yeah, that's why. That's really interesting. Now, I would have, I normally root for Australia in the Olympics, but uh, Peveril ruined it for me. But, you know, with all that, that smack talk on, on Katie Ledecky, one of my Maryland girls here. So, I mean, uh, you, you know, you... 
man, I I try to fire him, Mark, on the show and and promote <laughs> you. Um, yeah. I I actually fired him on Tales from Two AM, but I it didn't stick. Um, but I did ask for five if I can get five twenty five dollars in super chats to save Matt. And obviously, you don't watch the show. It was during the Olympics, and they didn't save you, but I, I still kept you. So uh, I was right. busy watching Ariana Titmus smash Katie Ledecky. All right, all right. So he's gone. <laughs> um, you know, you know the great thing, Mark, about being the podcast producer, I can just <laughs> do that really easily. <laughs> so, uh, so oh, you've been demoted great. to the bottom of the screen while, <laughs> while I'm still on here. But you know, I guess we should get back to the. Uh, the uh, Steeler game, the Steeler game here tonight. Uh, you guys, with everybody you've mentioned on the on the offense, I think probably the biggest for me though is Zach Banner and the rest of that offensive line. Yeah, I, I look, and I completely agree with you because another guy on my list is Kendrick Green. You know, I want to continue to see Kendrick Green show up. I think you talked about it in the preview bad as well. It's kind of like a, a second. This is the international preview, but. I, th- I think you talked about it there about can we see him go through more than one quarter? Will he be playing when Big Ben's not, not not on the field as well? And I agree with you. We need to see those reps. He needs to be comfortable with everyone. So I'm really looking out for Kendrick Green to have another strong game today. Do you do have another play? Oh, well, I was just going to ask you, do you even envision them going anywhere else but Kendrick Green right now? I th- I really feel like they're married to the idea of starting the rookie week one. I think so. Unless, and this is the thing, unless there's a situation where they need green at guard for whatever reason, and then you, and then as scary as I, th- I think this is to say, then you might see Hassenhauer at center. But I think it's only if they feel that green needs to slide somewhere else. But it's his job to lose. He's starting week one, you know, and, and I think you're seeing that with this ramping up of, of him through this preseason. Next week, it'll be interesting to see what they give him when you factor in that we've got a buy after that from the Panthers. So... This is, this is the interesting thing to see because, and you guys talked about it a lot on the previous show around Finney and, you know, he's not really been trialed at centre. It has been Hassenhauer. You know, as Steelers fans, we were a lot more confident, I think, in letting Kendrick Green have a crack at it on, from his tape than what Hassenhauer has shown to date. So, yeah, I think it's his job to, his job to lose. But, but Mark is... Like I know you're always big on your wide receivers. You know, is there a wide receiver that's gonna that's gonna jump out for you today? What do that what do they have to do? Who has to prove themselves? So another another curveball. It's not part of the script, Maddie. Um <laughs> you know what? I look I've been ragging on Juju quite a bit and I had a bit of a moment to myself a few weeks ago and I was like, stop ragging on Juju. I had to come full circle and like, what am I doing to myself? And I think it all comes down to, I just don't like the word Liddy. I think the word Liddy's so terrible. Um, but I would like to see Juju have a good game. Um, so I've actually deleted him off social media because I don't want to put the, the football and the social media together to watch them, you know, both. That's where my, my I guess, hatred would, would, would come to, to Juju. But um, I want to see him have a good game or, you know, maybe even like Deontay. Um, it's, it just really depends if, like, if Big, Big Ben can sling it and get it to these fellas. And, like, you want to see points. I think in the first or second drive, you want to see points in some some nature. If they go three and out, three and out, oh, boy, then we have a bit of a problem, I think, um, heading into into the Bills. Are we ready for that game? So, yeah, I, if I can get back on the juju train, I think to see him run over someone would be would be great again. To see him do con- contested catches would be fun again. 
Um, but yeah, this season I got to start fresh with my Juju fandom and, and just leave his stuff to what he needs to do. And you know, he can happily rag me out on this. Like we talked about a few weeks ago, if they would if they would rate us after a game. Uh, you know, so yeah, I would like to see him have a go. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and I, and I think yeah, I think you sort of had that on air with Juju. We were talking about him, and you gave him this massive stick, and then he just you turned to me and you go. I think I'm being a bit harsh on Juju. That was one, that was a great moment of this offseason. It really is. I just don't like that word, Liddy. I just think the word's terrible. It's absolutely like terrible. Color choices. But uh, yeah. Dave Shipley throws another five dollars in the tip jar of the super chat. Thank you very much, Dave. He says, "I want to see everything. I'm a kid on Christmas Eve. I want to unwrap the presents. Come on, is it Christmas morning? Now, I'm going to ask you, Bad and Mark, and I'm going to go go first with you, Bad. What would be the best present? that the Steelers can take out of this game. And please don't give me the Dave answer of no injuries. We're not doing that. No, <laughs> the, really. the And it's this is simple. A 10-play drive culminating in a touchdown. Now, if you've got a drive that culminates in a field goal, that's not a bad thing because it's points. The worst thing is a three and out. But if you can have a nice sustained drive where you have some, you mix in some runs with Najee, you mix in the fact that the line's getting push and getting to that second level. You have the tight ends catching some balls. You have Najee catching a ball out of the backfield, and you have some receivers catching the ball. And a guy like Deontay, Claypool, I don't know what kind of action Claypool's getting, or Juju getting that touchdown catch to start the game, I think that's really what you need. I, I I, think if you see that, that's good. If you see that on the second drive, that's fine too. But there can't be a three and out. A three and out will demoralize the fans. Not more than the players. The players aren't going to be demoralized by that because they know what they're doing. You know, they have they have progressions that they go through. And But I think the better you see Ben do, the less you see him. But you really need to see, I mean, the best case scenario is 10 plays and seven. Yeah. Yeah. I look, and the only thing I think about demoralization is if Kendrick Green throws the ball way over Ben's head. And, oh. and I think the player is going to be demoralized. Then, then, then we say, all right, 53, we're done for a while. We're going we're gonna <laughs> to change his number. <laughs> but uh but Marky D, what are you looking at? What what's gonna be your big present if you can what what can the Steelers do in this game to make you walk away feeling like a kid on Christmas morning, just like Dave Shipley's feeling <laughs> at this minute? I tell you what, I reckon seeing a kick return for a touchdown or a punt return for a touchdown and sparking Ooh. the sparking the controversy of who's the number five receiver. That would be huge. If if whoever brings it back for a uh, a punt return touchdown. That would be massive because we know as Steeler heads, we're going to think, is Ray Ray the guy or is this other guy who did it, if it's Sexton or whoever it is, then then what's going to happen? So, um, you know, bad covered Big Ben. I reckon it's great to have a two two uh, two drive, 10 plays, and you have to have to see that. We have to see some success running the ball or throwing the ball. Um, but if a, a big play in Heinz Field, that's going to, you know, create some – um, spark a conversation heading into the last week, and will we keep that player? Because there's another, there's another roster cuts coming up for five cuts uh, after this week. So anything like that with a big play that puts pressure 
on the, the person in front of them, like Ray Ray has the job now, apparently, then that's what I want to see. Competition. Competition. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. That's, a, that's an awesome shout. For me, I think the present to walk away with is I want one of these undrafted or I'm going to bundle train Norwood in that. I want one of these, you know, rookie, you know, secondary players, defensive backs to really put their mark on this game. I want to see which one of them is going to fight and cement their spot on the roster. I think we've seen some good performances from guys like Norwood. And, you know, I know that, you know, at times Marcus Gilbert's, uh, Mark Gilbert's look pretty good as well. I want to see Shakur Brown today, you know, I'm interested to see which one which one of these players is going to really cement their spot on the roster, not the practice squad, but the actual 53. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for who's going to make that key pass breakup, who's going to try and get that interception, who's going to make that diving tackle, who's purely not going to miss a tackle. I think that's really important for me to see out of this game is that present. But, look, that wraps up part one of this week's Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matt Peveril, joined by my co-host, as always, Marky D, with a guest star of Brian Anthony Davis, the big bad. You know, I think he's got a little, I think there's even a dog joining the show. We love dogs on the show. This is awesome. So this this is Hermie, Hermione, and she was growling at the door to see dad. She's a little daddy's girl, so I brought her in. She usually doesn't come on the shows with me, but uh, she... She was making the moaning noises outside the door. So I'm like, I have to go grab her. So Hermie's a Steelers fan. <laughs> Welcome, Hermie. Mark, can you believe it? Hermie's made it to Steelers touchdown under before Bicky, but that's all right. We'll uh, we'll bring him on another time. That's okay. But yeah, join us for part two. We're keen to talk a little bit more about the defense, and we're going to take some live audience Q&A on this Steelers touchdown under pregame show, preseason live special. <laughs> 